2 Chronicles 16, verse 9. For the eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the whole earth to show himself strong on behalf of those whose heart is loyal to him. Father God, we ask you to bless this word to our hearing, to our understanding. We pray that we would uh, live to have this be true of us, that we would uh, have our actions, uh, your eyes find our hearts uh, being loyal to you. We thank you now for this, your word, and for this day, that we would use it to serve you. In Christ's name, amen. I'm going to read this chapter. It concerns King Asa, and it's the latter few years of his reign. In the 36th year of the reign of Asa, Baasha, king of Israel, came up against Judah and built Ramah, that he might let none go out or come in to Asa, king of Judah. Then Asa brought silver and gold from the treasuries of the house of the Lord and of the king's house and sent to Ben-Hadad, king of Syria, who dwelt in Damascus, saying, Let there be a treaty between you and me, as there was between my father and your father. See, I have sent you silver and gold. Come, break your treaty with Baasha, king of Israel, so that he will withdraw from me. So Ben-Hadad heeded King Asa and sent the captains of his armies against the cities of Israel. They attacked Aijon, Dan, abel Maim, and all the storage cities of Naphtali. Now it happened when Baasha heard it that he stopped building Ramah and ceased his work. Then King Asa took all Judah, and they carried away the stones and timber of Ramah, which Baasha had used for building, and with them he built Geba and Mizpah. And at that time, Hanani the seer came to Asa king of Judah and said to him, Because you have relied on the king of Syria and have not relied on the Lord your God, therefore the army of the king of Syria has escaped from your hand. Were the Ethiopians and the Lubim not a huge army with very many chariots and horsemen? Yet because you relied on the Lord, he delivered them into your hand. For the eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the whole earth, to show himself strong on behalf of those whose heart is loyal to him. In this you have done foolishly. Therefore, from now on you shall have wars. Then Asa was angry with the seer and put him in prison, for he was enraged at him because of this, and Asa oppressed some of the people at that time. Note that the acts of Asa, first and last, are indeed written in the book of the kings of Judah and Israel. And in the 39th year of his reign, Asa became diseased in his feet, and his malady was severe. Yet in his disease, he did not seek the Lord, but the physicians. So Asa rested with his fathers. He died in the 41st year of his reign. They buried him in his own tomb, which he had made for himself in the city of David. And they laid him in the bed, which was filled with spices and various ingredients prepared in a mixture of ointments. They made a very great burning for him. So Asa did not finish his reign well. He was, it is said, a good king. He was a king that did many good things, and yet here in the last few years of his reign, it kind of went sideways for him. Now, I want to read a little bit from earlier to go share with you the success of his former career, this 35, 36 years that he'd reigned. I'll read a few verses, and I'll skip around. I'll start at 14.2, and then skip around as we move up to what we just read. Asa did what was good and right in the eyes of the Lord his God. 
Then Zira the Ethiopian came out against them with an army of a million men and 300 chariots, and he came to Merishah. So Asa went out against him, and they set the troops in battle array in the valley of Zephathah and at Merishah. And Asa cried out to the Lord his God and said, Lord, it is nothing for you to help, whether with many or with those who have no power. Help us, O Lord our God, for we rest on you, and in your name we go against the multitude. O Lord, you are our God. Do not let man prevail against you. Now the Spirit of God came upon Azariah, the son of Oded, and he went out to meet Asa and said to him, Hear me, Asa, and all Judah and Benjamin. The Lord is with you while you are with him. If you seek him, he will be found by you. But if you forsake him, he will forsake you. For a long time Israel has been without the true God, without a teaching priest, and without law. But when in their trouble they turned to the Lord God of Israel and sought him, he was found by them. But you be strong and do not let your hands be weak, for your work shall be rewarded. Then he gathered all Judah and Benjamin and those who dwelt with them from Ephraim, Manasseh, and Simeon, for they came over to him in great numbers from Israel when they saw that the Lord his God was with him. So they gathered together at Jerusalem in the third month, in the fifteenth year of the reign of Asa. And they offered to the Lord at that time 700 bulls and 7,000 sheep from the spoil they had brought. The Ethiopians had been defeated. Then they entered into a covenant to seek the Lord God of their fathers with all their heart and with all their soul. And whoever would not seek the Lord God of Israel was to be put to death, whether small or great, whether man or woman. Then they took an oath before the Lord with a loud voice, with the shouting and trumpets and ram's horns. And all Judah rejoiced at the oath, for they had sworn with all their heart and sought him with all their soul, and he was found by them. And the Lord gave them rest all around. I want to read one more verse, and that's from 1517. The high places were not removed from Israel. Nevertheless, the heart of Asa was loyal all his days. What I've just read you preceded what I'd read you at the beginning. And so earlier, 20-plus years earlier in the reign of King Asa, he had turned to the Lord God in faith when this Ethiopian army of a million men came up against him. And he said that you can defeat this army, Lord, even with, uh, uh, with those who have no power. We rest on you, and in your name we go against this multitude. Yet, here it is, 25 or so years later, and we have what occurred. So Hanani comes to him, rebukes him, tells him that the eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the whole earth to show himself strong on behalf of those whose heart is loyal to him. And this is true, because what I just read you in the previous verse 17 of 15 was, the high places were not removed. Nevertheless, the heart of Asa was loyal all his days. So this is not an error. Asa's heart was loyal to God all of his days, right up till his death. Yet Hanani rebukes him, saying that God's eyes roam to and fro throughout the whole earth to show himself strong on behalf of those whose heart is loyal to him. God had done that with Asa throughout his reign, and Asa was faithful and loyal to God. And yet here, 
He then responds in this foolish way. He seeks this arrangement with Ben-Hadad of Damascus of Syria. He does break his treaty with the king of the northern tribes, Israel, and back away. And so from his perspective, from Asa's perspective, he's just been a good king, a wise king. He's made these arrangements and gotten this uh, king to back off and, and quit attacking their country. Yet, he is rebuked for this because he didn't turn to God in faith. Then Asa was angry with the seer and put him in prison. He was enraged at him, and Asa then oppressed the people. Then later, when this disease came upon him, he did not seek the Lord God. He sought only the physicians. So even though the word clearly states that Asa was, had a loyal heart, faithful to God all of his days, yet he failed to rely upon that in his final days. So what to make of this? The eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the whole earth to show himself strong on behalf of those whose heart is loyal to him. There is a reward for acting in a way that's consistent with our beliefs, with our faith. Our heart can be loyal to the Lord, yet we can fall short in acting upon what our heart wants, what our heart knows. Asa had been a king now, and towards the end here for 41 years, and yet he looked back on this time when this Ethiopian army was defeated. I'm sure he looked back on that with great joy, with great pride even. Yet he refused to attempt to repeat that miracle later in his reign. He had weaned himself away from faith which is what you would think is growing throughout your life. Yet we know that your faith waxes and wanes throughout your life. You can't rest on the faith that you exercised 25 years earlier. Your faith is something that is constant, and yet it can be ephemeral if you treat it as such. God's faith is constant, and he can make your faith constant. But do you follow him in this courageous, faithful way, relying upon the Lord, as opposed to upon your own wits? The title of this message is Loyalty Rewards. We have these programs in our culture, Loyalty Rewards, where when you're faithful to a business, they will reward you by either sending you money at the end of the year or giving you coupons, things like this. God rewards us for being loyal to him. And so you can see, though, here that we have a distinction between Asa being saved and having his heart being loyal to the Lord all of his life and him acting on it being rewarded for that faithfulness. And so, see, we all should be warned, despite, regardless of our age, whether we're young or old, our faith can wax and wane. So we must anchor it in God. We must know when our faith is diverting from God and His Word to instead resting in our own beliefs, our own comforts, our own desires, our own wiles. He was a king 
It would be easy for a king to rely upon his wiles, his wealth, his connections. And yet all of us can do it. The word says in in chapter 15 here, Asa said this, we rest on you and in your name we go. So see, it's not even enough to believe those words in our heart. Asa did, yet he didn't act in a way that was consistent with those words. Not all the time. And so we, therefore, also may not act consistent with those words. We want to go in our own strength as opposed to God's strength. We must learn to act on them. And that's why we come to the table. We seek courage. We seek courage from God to follow in the footsteps of Christ. We just had prayers uh, in the prayer of Uh, confession and the prayer of supplication about how we want God to forgive us. We want God to uh, supply us with our needs, and yet we know that we live in a world that hates our God. And so let's be faithful to God, and He will reward us with greater and greater faith, greater and greater courage to oppose evil in our time and in our day. Father, we thank You for Your Word which gives us strength, your spirit, which applies it to our minds and hearts. We thank you, Lord, that our salvation does not rest upon us, even our obedience or disobedience. Lord, you make us to be faithful. You have had Christ to fulfill what we could not. And yet, Father, we want to be faithful. We want to not only have it in our heart, but have us acted out in our world. Make us truly ambassadors of the faith. Have us to reflect your goodness, your glory, your love, your forgiveness to a lost people. We give you thanks now and ask you to be honored as we benefit from Christ's gift in our world, in our lives. In Christ's name we pray, amen.